0: and how you stack up against dozens of other heavy-duty parts businesses. Head to heavydutyconsulting.com and schedule a meeting with us today. All right, let's start this episode. You're listening to the Heavy-Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and this is the show where you get expert advice about the heavy-duty parts you buy and sell and keep you informed about what's happening in the industry. Did you know that every Friday we go live at 10 a.m. Mountain, 12 Eastern? You can follow us on YouTube, Facebook, or LinkedIn to watch our live broadcasts, but you can also head over to heavydutypartsreport.com to check out the replays of our live presentations. Today on the podcast, I'd like to share with you one of the live interviews that we've done recently because I thought that it was something that would be of interest to you. I hope you enjoy this replay of a live interview we did not that long ago. Now, when we think about work trucks, we think about the environment that they work in. They work in the toughest environments that there are, and they have to last in order for fleets to be profitable enough to keep operating these uh, this equipment in those environments. And what we wanted to talk about today is, is there a way to reinforce, to protect key components from those environments and make them last longer, thereby driving down the total cost of operation. So I invited Cody Skinner and Lacey Reams from HTS Coatings to join us today, and we're going to kind of go on a journey together to explore their solution and and, and how it could apply to the trucking industry. Now, Cody serves in the technical sales role at HTS Coatings. And his job is really about discovering new opportunities for their solution. So he's a key person for today's conversation. And Lacey serves as the Director of Sales and Marketing. Lacey's responsible for sharing the story of HDS Codings through the various types of media and content. She's a digital marketer and um, is really all about trying to get that message out there. So I think we've got the right two people to talk to, to try to explore this avenue of lowering cost of operation by using their coding technology. So let's get them involved in our conversation. Cody, Lacey, welcome to the program. So happy you're here. Thank you.
1: Thanks for having us.
0: So Cody, in in the technical sales role, when you're out there looking for, for new opportunities, you know, What's your mindset when you're approaching that? Just as I was reading your bio, I was kind of thinking about my role as a salesperson. I know when I was prox- prospecting, mm-hmm. how how do you approach that?
2: We're looking for, you know, it's unique because our business is like a mile wide and a foot deep. And we can really find, our, find a spot just about anywhere. So we're looking for basically three components or six areas. Anybody that's struggling with like a wear issue. Um, like a dimensional breakdown on a part, uh, we can pinpoint and block off and get our coating on that. Someone that's working having trouble with corrosion, or uh, you know, needs a thermal barrier. Uh, we even we even work with like pumps and pump cavitation inside of pumps. So I'm looking for anybody that's that's got that wants to extend life and has a part that's maybe hard to find. And we can bring it in our shop and make it like new again.
0: Well, most of us are trying to avoid problems. You're out there actively looking for them. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, Lacey, tell me more about the technology involved in applying these coatings. Because like I said in the introduction, we're really looking to explore how your your technology and your service could help the trucking industry. So maybe just walk us through the actual technology behind the coatings.
1: Of course, yeah. So the simplest way to kind of explain it, it's thermal spray technology is what it's called. Um, And it's like spray painting with molten metal, um, which sounds really cool. And it is. There's sparks everywhere. It's hot. It's great. Um, But we have these various different processes. We have about six of them. And they apply varying amounts of heat and velocity to kind of create these molten particles and propel them onto the surface of these components. Um, And it's... Almost any metal you can think of, anything from stainless steel to custom alloys to hard ceramic coatings such as chrome carbide. It's a very versatile technology, like Cody said, to apply to many different things, offers a lot of different solutions. Mainly, you know, we can remanufacture parts to help kind of take off a damaged surface, put a new one back on and bring it back to those OEM dimensions that those part suppliers are looking for, um, different things like that. Um, But it's also used kind of like preventative, you know, we can make a a lighter, cheaper part and put a coating on it and make it last longer in the long run. Like you said, cut down those maintenance hours and cut down that time off the road, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, you know, as you were talking about the different kinds of, of metals that you can apply it to, I think back to my days when I was working in a remanufacturer and we did a lot of things with pneumatics and also with hydraulics. And it was mostly for logging and mining applications. So, you know, tough environments. And I remember remanufacturing one part and maybe it had an aluminum cylinder uh, and the actual cylinder material was made out of aluminum. The next one was brass. The next one was maybe a cast iron for a hydraulic application. So it was it was all over the place. And you're able to adapt your process to different kinds of alloys would you be able to cover any steel or is there limitations to what you can and can't do?
1: There are some limitations to the process. It's very rare. Um, Usually it's kind of a mechanical bond on some of them. So you got to be able to blast the part or get it rough enough that it'll kind of stick to it. Um, So there are some um, limitations on like just some parts, if they'll distort, like I said, it's high heat on some of these processes, if they're going to distort um, in those processes. But most like tool steels, aluminums, anything like that are pretty applicable to anything. We've even put it on plastic before, some carbon fiber. So just depending on the process and really our engineers are really great at figuring out which materials are best and which processes really can help those find the solution that you need in there even depending on your limitations of the material.
0: Right. So, Cody, uh, let's talk about the waste removal and construction business. There is a lot of hydraulics on those trucks. Uh, how could your solution help them?
2: I think a lot of it's, you're right, that environment's rough. It, it's it's a tough environment. So the hydraulic rod and then the pump shafts are the two main areas, and it's pointing a coating on top of them. I was just out in our shop uh, before I came in here and talking to one of our engineers, and he brought up, he reminded me of a situation where a rod that had our coating on it got bent like a quarter of an inch, it kind of tackled it like a quarter of an inch with our coating on it. And he said they really had to get after that thing to, to, to straighten it out, and our coating stayed. So, you know, it's 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 a good good thing to have on those units that are in those harder environments.
0: Right. And I mean, I, I've sold parts to those, the, the, that part of the trucking industry, yeah. that sector. And one of the things I know is, is, you know, there's a lot of contamination. Yeah. There is a lot of abrasion mm-hmm. and because of all these hydraulic systems, mm-hmm. you know, you think of a, of a, like a garbage compactor, right? They're yep. picking up the, the, the whole dumpster, lifting it. Those mm-hmm. are big cylinders in the construction with PTOs. The, the, the applications are almost endless. So I think for anybody that's in that environment um, yeah. where I live, there's a lot of oil and gas. There's yeah. a lot of logging. You know, there's a lot of uh, construction and, and road construction, things mm-hmm. like that. So I'm thinking like now that you've opened my mind to this coding, mm-hmm. all I'm thinking is, is that there's hundreds of possible applications in, in that one sector of the trucking industry.
2: Well, yeah. And like Lacey had said, there's different coatings and we use different processes. So we can really narrow it down to, like you said, the part of the country that you live in that may need something because of the corrosion or wear. We can really come up with a, a formula that works for each individual customer.
0: We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. If you've ever thought about starting a mobile repair shop or you're looking to take your shop on wheels to the next level, you need to read how to start a mobile repair shop. This free ebook from Fullbay walks you through everything you need to know to get started and to scale your business. Grab your copy at fullbay.com/mobile. Fullbay is the leading heavy-duty shop management software solution for fleets and independent repair shops, so they know a thing or two about how to run a successful mobile operation. Grab your copy of this free ebook at fullbay.com/mobile. So, Lacey, connection management is an important part of, of operating a commercial truck and trailer safely. And so there's the there's the kingpin and the fifth wheel, and there's also the pintle hook and drawbar eye, two different types of of connections. Um, how could your solution improve the life of an aluminum fifth wheel specifically?
1: Great question. So I kind of see two different solutions here, applications that could really be used, um, one, I know you know We're making these out of aluminum because it's great to decrease the weight um, and the price of it. Um, but sometimes it's not the hardiest when you're slamming those things together, getting that truck loaded, and can, making those connections. So thermal spray could, you know, take that aluminum part and apply a more wear-resistant coating just on those connection areas and that kind of thing, like that. Um, now you don't want to be banging it around a lot, which is going to happen now and then. But you know, you know, it can make those connections last longer. You're not doing maintenance on the truck, that kind of thing and the connections on the trailers. But um, the second benefit actually might seem too good to be true. I had to, you know, run this by our engineer. Like you you said that right, correct? Um, And that's that you can actually use, you know, from Cody was telling me that uh, they have to be lubricated. You know, every once in a while, you're putting the lubrication on it, kind of having to do that. When you make those connections, that kind of thing takes time and you have to make sure you're doing it. But you can actually put material on it not one that's not only going to kind of be wear resistant, but actually, what for lack of a better term, will self lubricate. Um, so we can use what's called like a it's uh, like a brass a wear brass coating, and so it will hold on. You put that initial lubrication on there, and it actually holds on to that grease longer than a, than a different surface would, and so you're not having to lubricate as often. And we've used these in many different industrial applications, but um, thermal spray could could help with that I mean, make, not only make the connections and be last longer, the parts, but also kind of help with that lubrication. So it's not as critical to, you're still checking it, obviously, but it's not as critical that you're going in there every time and lubricating right. it. So that was just kind of almost seemed too good to be true, but it's really cool. If you get down to the engineering of it, it's really cool.
0: That tracks for me though, because I, I used to sell friction material that had brass in it. and mm-hmm. And as the friction material heated up, the harder you worked it, the brass would lubricate and and actually protect the lining from being overheated. So, um, you know, that brass content definitely has those characteristics. The the harder you work it, it it actually does act like a like a lubrication. So that
1: tracks for me. Yes, exactly, exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So, I can see the the definite application in a couple of these vocations that we've talked about, but Cody, your whole job is looking for different opportunities. What other places in the trucking industry do you see this being a good fit?
2: As the technology increases and we end up more in a circular e- economy, a lot of our fits are getting brought to us by the engineers themselves trying to ha- trying to cure a problem. So like you were saying, the remanufacturers, they're bringing the problems and it's just a matter of making that connection. So when you do that, you're looking for, I personally feel like any the axles themselves are kind of like an almost a no brainer. But then you can look into like the fuel delivery, the exhaust systems, um, the suspension systems, any of those that are going to have a moving part or in a high wear area, that's just having a breakdown. And, you know, the idea is we space that maintenance interval out, you know, and I think we can help a lot in it. It's just making that right connection with the right people.
0: You know, you, you talk about spacing out the the maintenance intervals. That is a bigger deal than maybe it, it first appears on the surface. Mm-hmm. Just extending the life of something, six months even, between intervals is a massive cost reduction. Because let's say it's one unit that we're doing that with. And and so the the technician doesn't have to work on that unit mm-hmm. at that time. But then you add up all the units in the fleet. And you start to look at at what else can that technician be doing that yep. they normally were spending time on this maintenance item, and now they don't have to. At, at, yeah, at, you know, it's a longer interval, so they don't have to. Yeah, it has that exponential effect.
2: Yeah, and we've had we've had customers or clients that have used the coating, not so much in the transportation end, but they've used it as like a wear item, where it will they'll you know the coating will break down, and then they know okay it's time before they actually do damage to the part. And so we can put certain coatings that I wouldn't say fall off, but they get war just like the part it would. But we know then, and we can start, you know, keeping track of the maintenance, like you said, and you don't have, and I think too, you're going to have maintenance, but you don't want maintenance on California in the desert. You want maintenance in your shop and you want scheduled and you want to know what you're working on and we can help with that.
0: Yeah, and then if you're wearing the coating instead of wearing the part, you don't have to buy that part again. Exactly. So so now you have a direct direct impact to the bottom line because it saves having to purchase that part. And let's say you've got 300 units. It's yep. just that savings times 300 over the lifetime of of the vehicle. It could be now times replacing that part three times. So all of a sudden we're talking a few hundred dollars saved on one unit extrapolates mm-hmm. over time to thousands and thousands of dollars of savings Right to the bottom line of the fleet. Yep, We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. The way we buy things has changed. Over the last year, we've all grown accustomed to the ease of online purchasing. This is no different in the heavy-duty truck parts industry. Buyers are looking for a streamlined digital experience where they can quickly find the part they're looking for. If you're looking to get started with e-commerce, there's no better partner than Gen Alpha Technologies. If you want to learn more or schedule a free demo, make sure to head to genalpha.com. That's G-E-N-Alpha.com to start maximizing your online potential. Lacey, you know, I know that you're looking for partners. You're looking for people in the trucking industry to do some pilot research and development and and, and get involved in that. So if someone is listening to this, what's the best way of getting involved in one of those programs?
1: Yes. So we have process engineers on staff doing some R&D. But on our end, it's always better to work with a company to figure out a specific problem, um, help them with their projects. What issues are they facing and find the right solution for them? It just, it makes the R&D more purposeful. You know, you can go out and try stuff all day long. um, But knowing what solutions we can actually solve and help customers with is the best way to do it. It always is. And so we've actually, this will be um, we've done, like you said, heavy industrial, big hydraulics, that kind of thing. And so working specifically in the trucking industry is something that we're, you know, kind of looked into. We have someone maybe doing some test parts for, but we would love to have more to really see if this is an area where a thermal spray could really help out. So if there are companies out there who have parts for remanufacture or just extending the life of new components, um, they can easily contact us through our website, um, at htscoatings.com. It's a great way to get uh, in contact with us.
0: Right. All the information is there. And so we've included the link in the show notes. So it doesn't matter what social platform you're listening to this on live, or if you're watching this on the replay on heavydutypartsreport.com, the link to htscodings.com is in the notes, So you just go there and it's one click and you'll be able to contact HTS Codings. One of the things I was thinking about, uh, we didn't plan for this part of the conversation, but The Technology and Maintenance Council, TMC, they are really the advocates for the trucking industry on the fleet side, and they've got a fall meeting coming up in Cleveland, Ohio that I'll be at. So, you know, that's definitely something that HTS Codings, if they want to get more involved in the trucking industry and talk to fleets who have problems, that's a great place for you guys to go if you haven't already gone there before.
1: No, excellent. That's a great idea.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'll I'll be there as long as uh, the COVID pandemic doesn't shut down the border again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it'll be the first trade show I've been I've gone to and I don't know at that point, it'll be something like 18 or 19 yep. months. So yeah. I'm pretty excited and it'd yeah. be great if you guys were there. That'd
2: be yeah. cool. That'd be neat. Very cool.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks for taking some time to talk to us. Um, I'm looking forward to boosting this uh, you know, this whole episode. We're gonna we're gonna promote it heavily because I think people in the trucking industry need to think differently. They need to open um, up the the different solutions that they're considering, because at the end of the day, if we help the trucking industry, we're helping society at large. Yeah. And I know you guys are excited about
1: that. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah.
0: Yep. Fantastic. Well, thanks again for being on the show, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks for having right.
1: us. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and i just like to remind everyone to focus on cost per mile and... Let's keep those trucks and trailers rolling. HDA Truck Pride is the heart of the independent parts and service channel. They have 750 parts stores and 450 service centers conveniently located across the U.S. and Canada. Visit heavydutypartsreport.com slash hdatruckpride today to find a location near you. Again, that's heavydutypartsreport.com slash hdatruckpride Pride and let the heart of the Independent Service Channel take care of your commercial equipment.